0: It has been much weirder than I thought of having quit my job and figuring out what's next. You know that feeling when you have a busy day and you can't wait to get in your cozy bed. You've gotten all your stuff done. You've had a full day. You're tired. You've brushed your teeth. You've washed your face. You even flossed. Kids are finally in bed and you finally realize that maybe the social media scroll trance you're in is enough for the day it's time to put up the phone and the moment you lay your head head down to rest the wheels in your brain kick up into a loud whir at top speed and you're like what the fuck i need to go to sleep your brain just won't shut up and your head says uh nah boo we gotta process some shit first ugh so okay if you've got your days planned to the max You're overscheduled, you're overproducing, and you're in an endless cycle of stuff to do. When do you rest when sleeping at night doesn't even feel like it's enough? But when you do rest, how do you rest? A bubble bath doesn't really help burnout. It's too deep. In fact, sometimes a week's vacation doesn't really restore you at all. Something is gnawing at you and you can't quite scratch the itch. And so we've heard a lot on social media about self-care, bubble baths, massage, maybe do a face mask. Girlfriend, go get your nails done. You deserve it. But it is hard to relax, isn't it? And some of those things don't really feel like they're going to do the trick. There's so much stimulus and so much reward in our society that is surrounding productivity. I mean, I used to love, I would wear it like a badge of honor when people would call me superwoman. Now hearing someone call me that is almost an insult because it means that I'm doing way too much. I couldn't even pretend to imagine what monotasking is like or just focusing on one thing. I'm always doing like 25 different things at once and not doing any of it very well. Now, just to catch you up, I quit my corporate job almost three weeks ago, and I did it with no backup plan. And if you want to hear more about it, please go back and listen to episode 131. It's called I Quit. Pretty uh, clever title, right? But rest assured, this was a crazy ass leap of faith to quit and pursue all these creative engines that I've had running for so long. But now, Even now, after three weeks, after having a little more flexibility, rest is really hard to come by. And in fact, I'm starting to realize how much of my self-worth has been wrapped up in my productivity and financial earnings. Once I get through this list of things that need to get done and have been productive enough, then I'll rest. But the truth is, the to-do list will always be endless. And it hit me like a car crash that I won't rest unless I feel like I deserve it. And trust me, I don't feel like I deserve it. And something happened last week that uh, it just knocked me off my feet. I have this love and desire to learn really hard choreography. I know it sounds kind of funny. And while I'm a rebel dance instructor, beyond two years ago when I kind of stumbled on this class, I didn't have a dance background. I'm not particularly coordinated. It takes me longer than others to learn choreography. I'm also in my 40s. But now that I have some more flexibility in my schedule, (laughs) I'm not working. I decided I was going to take the morning uh, to work on some choreography from an on-demand platform that I subscribed to. And on this day, this morning, last week, we were having our house painted. So, there were painters like in every window where I was going to practice. So, I went down to my husband's office and he asked me like, what are you doing? And I told him what was happening upstairs and he asked, do I want to dance in his office while he was working? So, I did. But I immediately got embarrassed. And I got embarrassed not that he would see me messing up moves, But I started to feel this huge wave of shame. All of a sudden, the narrative in my head went like this. Allison, you quit your job to do this? Your husband is two feet from you working and you're spending your days to learn fucking choreography instead of doing something more meaningful. And I stopped. I actually stopped dancing and I thought, Jesus, this narrative is not helping and it has to stop. And wow, what a spotlight on my self-talk. I've started to notice how much I punish myself into getting things done versus living a little more intuitively. And I think that one of the things that I've noticed from having a little more time is is the self-talk And how crazy it is, because I always was so overscheduled that I, I never had an opportunity to listen to why I was doing what I was doing and what I was telling myself. And in years past, I was always really proud of how scheduled, structured, and committed I was to getting as much stuff done in a day. I'm always on time. And I take great pride in that as well. And I would brag how I would have an idea. And before it was fully out my mouth, that idea was already done and handled. But now, now I think we as a culture need to loosen the reins for our own mental wellness. I know that I'm not alone in this. I know that that productivity is so wired in us just from being part of this society. And, and, you know, like everything is kind of rewarded for getting stuff done, checking off the list, scratching things out, uh, getting things off your list. It feels good. It's like a little dopamine hit. And my friend Pearl, she calls it toxic productivity. And I couldn't agree more. I thought that was such a great way to put it. you can never do enough to rest because the baseline is never met. It's a zero-sum game. But if naps or a full night's sleep aren't doing the trick, or vacations, or massages, or taking a walk in the middle of the day, or playing Sudoku, what is rest? This is where I'm super excited to unveil my newest series on culture changers on rest. We're covering topics like setting boundaries, the science of being stuck, achievement culture, mental rest, which I don't know anybody who knows how to do it except for one person on earth, and she is going to be on my podcast, the laziness lie, and even decolonization, Well, we'll kind of unwrap race around this as well. And I've started to do these interviews and oh my God, if any of this remotely resonates for you, it's going to illuminate so many pieces of the puzzle you have been looking for. And what my hope is with this is, my goodness, so if I'm going through this, you know, and you're kind of walking along with me as I, as I you know, have these podcast episodes and these topics, what if we could actually unravel that? What if the productivity and the laziness lie and all of that was flipped around where we are living a life of ease versus one that is push, 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 but like following your own natural rhythms, what could be? What could happen and what possibilities are available to us when we kind of follow our own intuition or at least re-engineer our lives in a way where where it feels more natural. It doesn't feel like that hustle, that grind that has been so celebrated. You know, as I think about it, I've really been procrastinating resting, mainly because I'm afraid of what I will face. I don't know what will come up. I know for me, it feels like I'm not doing enough. I should be doing something different, something else, something more, something less. It's been a very strange, as I said right in the beginning. It's been really weird to uh, kind of have that mental thing that even though my my schedule is different, that I'm not, uh, ha- I, I don't have to be reporting to a job. I'm now reporting to my own brain. And my own brain is is really fucked up, it seems, <laughs> and just wired in a way that is not going to be helpful. And so, if we as a culture start to unwind this for ourselves, what's possible? I think a lot. And so, I'm afraid of what I will face. I don't know what will come up. But I have a sneaky suspicion that the answers I've been seeking for so many years will only emerge when I stop and rest and figure out what rest is and be still. So I encourage you to walk alongside me. As always, I'm encouraging you to share what your experience is with this. Did any of this resonate for you or something that you feel like you're struggling with? I would love to know because that's how I build this podcast is from your feedback and your Uh, your ideas as well, or if you know of any experts that I need to bring on this podcast that can make a meaningful contribution. Either way, please reach out to me, go to allisonhair.com, sign up for my weekly personal emails, or slide into my DMs at allison underscore underscore hair. But thank you for being here. And thank you for your support and for sharing these episodes. It means the world. And when I hear from you and hear your experiences or how something landed for you, or maybe there's a topic that you would like covered, let me know. That's how we shape this show together. And make damn sure you're subscribed and followed to this podcast because you don't want to miss next week. Thanks for listening and I'll see you next week.